Hey, JT. Hey, Jeremy. Can I ask you a question? Yeah, buddy, what's up? Do you want to watch this movie? It's way back from the 80s. I never watch it anymore. Not since I had cable TV. I might have really liked it, but maybe not. I guess we'll just have to see. Would you want to watch this movie? I can't promise it's a good movie. Let's proceed. June 27, 1986, with a Metacritic score of 49, I present Running Scared, starring Gregory Hines, Billy Crystal, and Jimmy Smits, with the lovable inspector play of uh, police chief detective, inspector chief police something or other, Dan Hadea, who was in Cheers, he was Nick Tortelli, usual suspects and clueless. So definitely not Murtaugh and definitely not Riggs or Chicago cops. I kid because they're both newish policemen with no real baggage or craziness or anything of the sorts. Anyhow, they're on the job and something goes wrong. Maybe they shoot a perp, maybe a civilian, maybe some bad guy gets away. I don't exactly recall, but it's bad enough that they get shoot out by their captain and are told to take some time off, presumably in Beverly Hill. I mean, Miami. (laughs) (laughs) They sojourn there for a while with a memorable scene of our pals seeing a lot of people just standing on the beach during a sunset. And Billy Crystal walks up to one and says, what y'all doing? Someone die or a ship sink or something like that. I'm pretty close to that quote. And and, and this woman he's talking to, of course, wearing a bikini because 1980s. And she replies, it's the sunset. We watch it every night. And that is how that quote goes. Now, I'm going to pause for just a moment, JT, because look, I wasn't really spending a lot of time in the mid eighties in Miami and maybe it was more of a Zen place, but JT, my thoughts on Miami don't involve the locals taking in a Zen moment on a nightly basis, unless it's involving like body shots, alligator wrestling or shooting (laughs) hurricanes or something. There's not a lot of, I don't think of Miami as like the super Zen sunset watching locale. Anyhow, they enjoy Florida Man so much that they contemplate relocation. (laughs) And whilst catching up with definitely not Inspector Todd, it turns out that definitely not Victor Maitland has been released. But they shouldn't worry about it. They should enjoy the beach. It's one of those like, oh, you guys don't care about what's happening here. You're living on the beach anyway kind of thing. And this kind of reverse psychology does not sit well with Burnett and Lowry. So they skedaddle back to Chicago to find and arrest Fauché and then they'll come back to Florida to sit on the beach and eat Ipswich clams. Now, <laughs> this is a good moment. So that was a Billy Crystal thing in the movie. Okay. Ipswich clams. I distinctly remember Ipswich clams. Uh, Billy Crystal in this movie, he's like the wisecracking cop who makes plenty of jokes that are like, for, I'm sure they're all like firmly 1986. Like, by 1988, probably the jokes already stopped making any sense whatsoever. And in 2020, it's probably like, what is, are these words? What, what is happening? I'm 100% sure there's a Menudo reference, and I'm not talking about anything but the band. And I'm about 90% sure that the Menudo reference is insulting to the Latino community. But it was the <laughs> 80s. So, like, they could make a joke like that and not need to call in the feds. So, my, anyhow, mildly off-color jokes aside... I'm going to go out on a limb for a moment and say, I think this is Billy's funniest on-screen performance. I love him in Harry, Sal- Harry Met Sally, as you know. Monsters, Inc. He's great. City Slickers. I mean, I actually went checking out his career. He's done a lot of really good movies. 
like a lot. He's one of those comics that's really managed to take acting roles, right? Analyze this, etc. But this is his first leading role. Well, not including the 1980 made-for-TV movie, Enola Gay, The Men, The Mission, and The Atomic Bomb. Not kidding. That was his first no kidding. big role. Well, he had done some TV work in the 70s. He was on Soap and some other stuff. But I just thought that the uh, coming all back all the way to the Enola Gay was relevant for our podcast. Anyhow, I couldn't find anything to back this up because I did went looking around. There wasn't a lot of like the secret Hollywood story of, of running scared or anything. Uh, but it does seem like he did a lot of improv in the movie. And he's great and he's funny and he's still Billy Crystal. So he's also like warm, cute and charming and all those things we love about him. But it's like a little bit less refined and edited and perfect Billy Crystal. It's like Billy San- Billy um, Adam Sandler and Billy Madison, Jim Carrey and Ace Ventura. It's him where like his comic chops are just, they just let him roll. It's also worth saying Gregory Hines in this movie, he's like the perfect setup man. He's the perfect foil for all of Billy's jokes. Because Gregory Hines is a good guy, but he's not like, he's not a comic, right? He's, he's actually a trained um, dancer. Uh, but they're an amazing pair. In fact, one might even say they're a top five on-screen duo. One might. <laughs> Anyhow, back to our movie. I'm actually, funny enough, I'm going to keep this next bit short because I have a hunch you are going to watch this movie and I don't want to go too deep into it. Uh, so they go back to Chicago to go get their man. And, you know, there's sort of like your typical buddy cop action sequences. You know, good stuff. I'm pretty sure the final act setup goes something like this. They get taken off the case officially And it's definitely not because of some disruption at the country club where the mayor was. But, you know, it's something like that. And they decide they're going to pursue him anyway. And there's definitely another cop actually trying to track down Jimmy Smith's. And then the stakes go up. I won't say the exact plot device they use, but it's your typical shtick that bad guy does something that escalates the importance of the the finale. Uh, There is a pretty cool finale sequence that I do remember. It's in this, like, huge atrium type of thing with like big plate glass windows. I think it's either like a mall or an office building in the eighties when it was like that beginning of the steel and glass building era. And I'm pretty sure like they shoot up a whole lot of glass. I'm not going to ruin the actual ending, but it's probably exactly what you think it would be. Anyhow, in my memory though, that action sequence is quite tight. It also has roller skating, a threatening fake tattoo sequence and a soundtrack by the one and only Michael McDonald. Would you watch it? <laughs> uh, I got to tell you, I'm 100% going to watch this movie. I'm so happy to hear that because I can't believe the Metacritic score is so low. I actually went, check this out, man. I went reading the Metacritic reviews to figure <laughs> out what was going on here. And it's weird because actually it's got more positive than negative. It's one of those cases where like the math, you know, math is hard, JT. And in this case, it didn't quite... It's that new math where they're like carrying the ones and the multiplying by the wrong digit. I don't know what's going on here, but the reviews were actually more positive than they were negative. But I guess the way they do weighting is that the negative one just scored too high. Sort of like my crappy rubric, you know. (laughs) So it turns out your rubric is common core. I actually stole my rubric from Metacritic. Uh, no, listen, I genuinely can't wait to watch this because I have, I, of everything that we've done, so this is the ninth one of these that we've done as a separate podcast, but we had done a bunch of them in the original pod too. I 100% have not watched a trailer that I've wanted to see the movie as bad as this one. Like it's not yeah, even I, close. I don't think I've seen you like 
really like super positive reaction laughing to a trailer. And granted, that's the job of the trailer. So, you know, it might just mean that the trailer edits just they were really good. No, because usually I'm laughing at these if I'm laughing like because in jest or like because it's funny, like not funny, like, oh, I want to see it funny because like, oh, my God, the 80s camp is so strong. <laughs> this time I was like genuine. Like there are three quotes in the trailer. They said uh, uh, the dad from Clueless said, show me another career where they let you shoot people. Uh, they're mm. getting uh, Gregory Hines and Billy Crystal are getting held up and they said, let us keep our driver's license and something else. And then Billy Crystal takes out his badge and goes and badges and the bad guys runs away. That's hysterical. And then Billy Crystal walked in on the Spider-Man meme where all the Spider-Men are facing each other with handguns with their like handguns out, except they're actually holding guns. And he comes in and he goes, did I come at a bad time? As only Billy Crystal could deliver. I can't wait to see this movie. Like I really actually want to watch this. I might watch it this weekend. Nice. So that first one you were referencing with Dan Hedaya, uh, that's when they say they're mo- they they're moving to Miami, and he says, "What are you guys going to do there?" So the be it's something like, he, whatever he says is exactly what they do. Like, what are you going to do? Sit on the beach and eat clams all day or something like that. And then fast forward that that's basically or or it had just happened and they kind of look at each other like, "Oh, he's right." Uh, (laughs) no i I think this this trailer is hysterical i loved your explanation of it so i have four big questions the first big question is did you wear exclusively tight white denim jeans during the 80s because of this movie no i remember i made a reference on how i was a foolish kid who like i didn't like you two because everybody else liked you two i also didn't like jeans because everybody else liked jeans so i missed out out on the whole thing you were hardcore corduroys I was quarter. I do think I might have had some acid wash jeans okay. with with some rips in them at some point. That's before that we called them distressed. Uh, right. We didn't need full labels like that back in the eighties. Fair. All right. The second one is so there's a. It's only like a two second part in the trailer. It's only a minute and a half trailer, by the way. But did Running Scared invent the zipline thing for Mission Impossible? Because there's definitely a scene where it looks like either Gregory Hines or Billy Crystal. I know it's weird. I can't tell which one it was. But like just came flying down from the ceiling. Uh, that is part of the final action sequence that happens in the mall and or office building. Yep. That's the uh, lots of plate glass windows breaking moment. It's not quite. I mean, there's actually it's funny. I just rewatched Mission Impossible with uh, with, with my son. It's not quite that level. It's much more straight up action. It reminded me more, if I want to do a more recent parallel, it's more like the one in Born Identity uh, in that final sequence where he goes down, except in that case, he sort of just jumps down four flights of stairs. (laughs) He's just jumping. (laughs) On another human body, which somehow does not dissolve into liquid and he survives with basically a bruise because Matt Damon. (laughs) Matt Damon. Okay. Okay. So what's better in this movie, Gregory Hines' hair or Billy Crystal's timing? Billy Crystal, I mean, I can't describe, as I was thinking about this movie, it's funny because I really am having trouble stitching together some some of the plot points. I know most of it, and, and I deliberately kept some of it out of this description because it is so much fun to watch. Billy Crystal's timing and comedic sense in this movie is so good. It's, it is perfection, like the badges thing. There's that all movie long, all movie long. There's these little moments. And I will say there's one particular little thing from this movie. I think it's actually the opening sequence. Oh, I know how the opening sequence goes. 
It's uh, one of them drives a motorcycle and sneaks into the other one's bedroom and turns on the siren or something like that. <laughs> and then, yeah, I think it's Billy Crystal who does it. And then he pulls out a box of Dunkin' Donuts and goes, I brought donuts. Uh, and then they each take a donut and they like toast each other like cheers. And then they go tink. And ever since seeing that uh, frequently referenced friend Jeff on this film, whatever we're doing, whatever we're eating, wherever we're drinking, if there's a thing to toast, we go tink. So JT, I hope you watch this movie and then we can start going tink. I, I really do hope that's the case. What I will tell you is even just the minute and a half trailer, which I watched four times, basically just reminded me how much I adore Billy Crystal. Like I can't think of a single thing he's ever been attached to a part of or ancillary around that I didn't absolutely love him in. He's so good. Like he's he just, he's like genuinely, I like the more I think about it, I, I really do think he might be singular. I never watch anybody and go, oh, I'm getting Billy Crystal vibes. It's just a Billy Crystal thing. I'm thinking about that. It's an interesting comment. Like, does anyone else have his kind of shtick? And, you know, he he never got too strong in the serious movies. And, and maybe that's on purpose, right? Like, maybe he just realized, like, he's not going to try to transcend all the way into some really dramatic performance. Maybe he just likes being uh, from very funny to just mildly funny, depending on the role. Uh, and that's that he keeps himself in that zone on purpose because he he couldn't, he should. And it's true, like he's 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 not who's like him. The only person that kind of comes to mind is Michael J. Fox. Interesting. I, I see why you're saying that. You know, the thing I think that they have in common, if I may, I think they both have that warmth and sincerity. Even though you have Michael J. Fox in a movie like Doc Hollywood, aka Cars where he's playing an insincere character, but that's really only for part of it. And then the truth, like the truth emerges that he actually is really a sweet guy. Yeah. I'm actually thinking more. That, that's exactly right. But like what, what, what's giving me Billy Crystal vibes from Michael J. Fox is spin city. Like when he oh. had that, sort of like, he had that quick witted soft, I'm here for you, but I'm not going to, you know, I don't know. That, like it, that's the only one, but literally I can't think of a single other person or actor, and maybe it's because they're both small. They're both small. Mm. But if, if, <laughs> aside from that, I can't think of a single other person where I'm like, oh yeah, that's like he's got like Billy. He or she has Billy Crystal vibes. I, I don't see it. The thing I'm thinking about right now, as you said that, is what's what's another truly like Adam Sandler never quite hit this kind of. I made mean, reference to, to Sandler and, and Jim Carrey. They're both actually funnier at a core level than than Billy Crystal, but not as rain like it's like he's like an intellectual slapstick guy in a way you know he sort of straddled that range a little bit yeah i think listen there's a reason that him and williams were so perfect together because i think they were like they were just the opposite ends of the spectrum of funny right whereas williams was completely over the top not to say that a lot of what he did wasn't highbrow but like he was so over the top and so physical and so dynamic and crystal is so quiet Right. He's such a quiet, funny, like right. dude, all of his little lines in city slickers, like everything he delivers is funnier when he's not overacting. Again, that's why he was so good with Lovitz because mm. Lovitz is so like clearly being funny that it's crystals funny in the, in the small moments. Again, he's small. He's small. <laughs> and I don't, by the way, it's important to not undersell Gregory Hines's performance because he's great in this movie. He, he just never made that many movies. Right. And yeah. He, uh, you know, maybe he would, maybe he has more comedic touch than, than I recall, etc. But he's really important in this movie. Like it, it is them as they are a duo. It is not Billy Crystal, like 
sort of seen steals, but also not in a not in the wrong way, right? Just in the way where they kind of know what they should be doing. There's a part in the trailer where they're like upside down in a cab on like a, I don't know, some sort of like garbage disposal thing or whatever. Oh yeah, garbage disposal sequence. Yeah, and so Billy Crystal delivers a line where he was like, you still owe me 10 bucks. And Gregory Hines screams, do you want it now? But like, it was actually really funny delivery. I was like, oh, this is Gregory Hines. It's like funny in this. This is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm totally going to watch this. Uh, so, goes, he, by the way, he then goes, yeah, I want it now. And I can tell you this whole scene was set up because they were of the, the guy that I said the fake tattoo thing with, which is Joe Pantoliano, whose character name, as I went and just rechecked, is Snake. And by the way, there's a whole riff on his name being Snake that Billy Crystal gives him. He's like, what, your mother not love you or anything? Like, <laughs> and it's really, like, it's really good. Really uh, okay, good. so as always, the big final question. On a scale from Red Heat to Lethal Weapon, where is running scared? Now, I, I've been trying to think of the right answer for this for the entire time. In fact, I was trying to answer this question before I even put my notes together. Because I realize I'm stumped. The memory of this movie and the warmth it creates for me and the nostalgic and the comedy makes me sit here and say, how is this not in the pantheon of Spies Like Us, Fletch, etc.? Like, everything I'm thinking about and, and how much I, I watched it make you laugh is just a trailer. Like, either it really isn't very good or somehow it just kind of got squashed under the radar of other movies, right? It's like the twin movies effect. Like maybe Lethal Weapon came out like one year after this and just sort of nobody saw it again. They were planning to do a sequel. So I don't know exactly what happened. So the nostalgic memory of me on this movie is going to say that this is, this is a spies like us. I'm going wow. that strong. Yeah. Yeah. Now again, I might be very wrong because I've seen Spies Like Us like 10 years ago and I haven't seen <laughs> I haven't seen Running Scared for like 25 years. But uh, I, I, I'm, I'm going to leave it at that. I love it. Well, I, this one, I can tell you of everything that we've talked about in a Would You Watch segment, uh, this is the one that I'm going to see like post haste. Can't wait to see this one. Uh, however, right. that also means that it's time for us to talk about what's next week's Would You Watch. So I've made a decision, JT. I'm... I'm I'm skirting our rules one more time. I'm skirting our rules one more time. So this week was supposed to be Lucas, as you may recall, as yes. attentive listeners definitely recall. Uh, I think I'm going to skip Lucas. I was sort of okay. thinking about it. And, you know, I could probably do all of Lucas in about a minute and a half. And it's just not that important a movie. If that's okay, can are you okay if we just sort of don't ask you if you'd watch Lucas? Would you not watch Lucas? Do you not want to watch Lucas? <laughs> the world is your oyster. I will not watch Lucas. Let's pick something different. Okay. So Lucas is being scratched off the list. I present to you two options I don't think I've, I've, I've brought to you before. The first is called Hiding Out. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm in Canada this I'm in Canada this week. The first is Hiding Out. <laughs> uh, don't know that one. Keep going. Okay. And the second one, and I don't know if you've seen this or not, Inner Space. Have you seen Inner Space? Oh, I saw Inner Space, yeah. Okay. So let's strike that from the list. Uh, then I will bring back one we've, talked, we've thrown in the list before. Hiding Out or After Hours? Let's do After Hours. After Hours is on the books. Love it. Unless we change it again. <laughs> 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 uh, 
All right. So this week, uh, I will not be running scared from running scared. And I will be hiding out from hiding out. And we will talk about after hours, after hours. You switch clams. <laughs> Thanks for letting us be your wingman, everybody. You're still here? It's over. Go home. Go.